Hello and welcome to the Form of Fitness podcast, podcast where I, Nathan Shanes, and my co-host Duncan Bryson will be breaking down the world of fitness into bite-sized pieces of information, such as exercise philosophies, routines, and more. We're glad you're along for the journey. We hope you enjoy the show. What's up, guys? Welcome back to the Form of Fitness podcast. I'm joined by Duncan again today, and we are going to be talking about sleep today. Uh, we're going to be talking about everything in regards to sleep, uh, whether it be getting to sleep, waking up, uh, what you're doing throughout the day, maybe a, a little bit of diet, how that's affecting when you're eating, um, exercising, things like this, all these things in regards to sleep, uh, bodily temperature. We're going to reference a couple of our other episodes to kind of like talk about when we've talked about sleep before, uh, you know, things like that. So circadian rhythm, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Mm -hmm. So to get started, um, a lot of times the hard part about sleep is, and this is like more for our age is people have a hard time getting up and people have a hard time going to sleep. Mm -hmm. Um, not a lot of people I know our age have a hard time, like with waking up in the middle of the night, not being able to go yeah. back to sleep. That's not really an issue that I see in people our age, but I know that's a problem that faces older people. But most of the things that we're going to talk about as far as like incorporating tend to start helping anyone, mm -hmm. no matter where your sleep is at, of just getting the right things in order to make your sleep better. Yeah. Like the root of most people's sleeping problems is destabilization of their circadian rhythm and mm -hmm. for those of people like for people who don't know what circadian rhythm is it's basically your body's internal clock and telling yep. you what to do at given times yep. um you know and they've done studies like this like usually it's in utter darkness i yep. think not utter light because it's hard it's hard to like get people in a spot that's like constantly light exposed right it's a lot easier to just throw them in a cave and be like you, you don't have the sun at least when we're talking about like throughout all time because people yeah. have been studying this f forever yeah. since the ancient greeks people have been studying how this works um, and so basically you find that even when people don't know that 24 hours has passed their schedule of sleep, eat, you know, movement, all these different things kind of stabilize into this 24-hour pattern. Yeah. And so they almost have this internal clock. Yep. So for a lot of people, especially when you're a student who isn't working like a standard nine-to-five job, mm -hmm. you know, you have a – most people have a problem with stabilizing their sleep schedule, their eating schedule, their workout schedule in a way that allows them to not just freak their body out and – you know, cause all these problems. Yep. You know, I, I think that the summer is one of the best times to actually work on sleep just because like personally, you know, when I'm working my internship, I know that I'm going to be in that office from about eight o'clock in the morning to four o'clock at night. I'm going to eat breakfast before I show up to work. I'm going to eat lunch around 11, 30, 12 o'clock because I've established that habit in college. And then I'm going to go work out at 4.30, come home, shower, eat, do a little bit of extra work and go to sleep, yep. right? And that's a much more standardized way of living my life. And it makes it so much easier to just wake up and fall asleep at the given hours that um, I need to. And I'll even find probably at the end of the like summer that I'm literally waking up right when my alarm turns on. Yep. Um, and so for a lot of people, especially our age, we don't have the problems of sleep apnea. We don't have, you know, the problems of I can't 
Like I have to get up in the middle of the night because I have a weak bladder. Some people drink too much before they go to bed, right? And so mm-hmm. the, the fix there is just stop drinking water, you know, about one to two hours before you go to sleep. Just make sure yep. you drink water when you wake up. But usually our problems are more kind of involved with this whole circadian rhythm issue um, and not being able to stabilize yeah. when we are and are not supposed to be waking up. Yeah, and it's a lot easier, and everybody knows this, to postpone going to sleep as opposed to, you know, going to bed, falling asleep easily, and then waking up, yeah. right? It's very easy to just end up postponing sleep. And when we start talking about like blue light exposure and things like this later in the night that are delaying your circadian rhythm from, you know, engaging in you going to sleep, right? As, you know, like melatonin and all this stuff Mm -hmm. gets inserted into your brain. This is not occurring. And so, because you're postponing it through the use of blue light, which is why blue light gets a lot of slander nowadays because, you know, people tend to intake way too much blue light very, very close to bedtime. This is why it's become very, very common advice to get off your phone a little bit over maybe an hour before you go to sleep. Mm -hmm. Turn off the blue lights. Um, So this means stop watching TV, stop playing on your phone, you know, put it down, read a book, go to sleep. Mm -hmm. It's very easy to get in the habit of doing that and your sleep almost 100% correcting itself in some regards. You're going to get to sleep easier. Getting to sleep easier tends to mean getting up easier. Mm-hmm. That's from my personal experience. That's what other people say too is if it was easier for me to just kind of like lay back and fall asleep, it was easier for me to get up the next day. And that has to do with the fact that your body naturally transitioned as opposed to the way that most of us college students fall asleep, which is um, work, homework on the computer actively, 11.30, midnight, 1 o'clock, 2 a.m., doesn't matter and then due to pure exhaustion laying down and passing out (laughs) yeah um that is a very abrupt change for your body and your body is just going due to fatigue and saying all right guys it's time to like shut down yeah um and so that's not a natural transition it's not a easily understood transition and it's not a transition that would have historically occurred yeah which is a lot when we take into reference, what is our body wanting to do? And in a lot of cases, we need to take into consideration what our body wants to do through its own built-in cycles. Yeah. Um, and then also, like, and we've kind of understood this too, because the blue light emitted from your phone and your TV and like these types of electronic devices, it's bad. But at the same time, like mechanistically, we shouldn't see the impact that it does just because of the blue light exposure because like if you were to measure it with like an, a light emitter it's you know the sun's giving off about a thousand lux and your phone's yeah. giving off maybe 100 to 200 like yeah. that that's such a big difference but also something that um i, I believe there's sleep psychologists have discovered yeah. is that the the problem is not only the blue light but also the constant stimuli that's being thrown at you from the tv and the phone yeah you know um, your brain's fully engaged yeah. yeah it's like when people say like there's some magical about my shower i for some reason get all these great and wonderful like ideas when i'm in the shower no there's nothing magical about the damn shower that was just the one time that you're allowed time to think yeah. You know, um, and when you go to sleep, a lot of people complain about like, oh, my mind's racing. I can't go to sleep because I'm thinking about all these things. Yeah, you're thinking about all these things because you haven't had time to process them 
until that point. Yeah. Um, and so there's almost an amount of boredom that has to occur before you go to sleep. You know, there has yeah. to be this amount of like, I accomplished a lot today. Right. I'm proud of what I did. I'm exhausted. It's time yeah. to sleep. And I think that that's part of this whole like, you know, people who work out on a daily basis, they sleep easier. Um, generally, people who kind of have this sense of accomplishment also tend to sleep easier. Yeah. And it's just these things of like, I have completed what I needed to today. I'm not anxious and in going into the next day. I just need to be ready. And I'm done thinking and it's sleep time. Yeah. And this is very, very important um, as far as, again, transitioning into that thing. Your body needs some time to say, all right, man, it's time to cool off. You know, yeah. it's time. To, this is why people a lot of times they get off work and just, you know, eat dinner, accidentally sit down and cool off enough in a, in a chair and just fall right asleep because mm -hmm. they've worked hard all day. They've been up. They've just eaten a meal, which, you know, we'll talk about your your body kind of saying, all right, that was a lot of food. It's time yeah. to rest a little bit yep. um everybody knows the and i mean teachers across the world understand what it's like coming back from lunch yeah after the middle of the day dude that one o'clock class i don't care which class it is that's right after lunch I, I'm, I'm i'm not learning as much in it i'm not yeah. going to that's that's like uh my brain's in low power mode i'm yep. just like processing my food man i'm 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 ready to take a nap it's it's the thermic effect of right. food Yep. And on top of that, like our, there's been a lot of study on the way that our body operates in 90 minute cycles. And we'll talk about how that affects your sleep. Like your sleep goes through 90 minute cycles, uh, which we have talked about a little bit in other episodes yeah. in regards to getting sleep. That's kind of like reference referencing 90 minute groups. Right. So like me personally, my preferred amount of sleep is either six hours or about seven and a half. Yeah. Um, those are my two preferred sleep ranges. If, uh, and if I can get nine, I like it, but anything more than that is too much for me. And anything less is not enough. See, I'm a right. solid eight to nine. Right. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I just like I six and a half, six to seven is right where I thrive. That's anywhere from four to five cycles. Yeah. Um, you know, Nine hours is pushing it a lot of times just because I a lot of times don't have that much time yeah, to sleep. Yeah, you guys at the house are talking, and I'm like, ah, it's time for bed. It's man. time for bed, man. Uh, yeah. I'm going to bed, guys. You, you guys have fun. Yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah it's a, uh, important to know that these cycles do operate throughout the day, too. They're not just sleep cycles. Yep. Your body operates um, in these 90 minute cycles throughout the day. Um, and there's been some research done in regards to how that affects learning, mm -hmm. how that affects uh, attentiveness, et cetera, et cetera. Um, and basically how every time you input food, this kind of changes a lot of yeah. things up. And we, we, we know that cause you're just sending your body a bunch of biochemical signals. Mm -hmm. So it's going to change things up anyway, no matter like, no matter when you're eating, what you're eating, doesn't matter. It's all stimuli to your body saying, all right, something's coming in. It's kind of like it's like when the post office receives packages. You know, they intake packages and then sort it out and do what they do with it. Yeah. Right. Your body does the same thing with any form of input. Um, and so, like in regards to like getting up early, one good way to potentially get in the habit of waking up at a specific time is, you know, utilize an alarm clock, force yourself to get up at this time, right? Get up and then either you know get cold. Uh, such as cold shower. Uh, I mean, we talked about that with cold exposure. Yep. That will shock you awake. There's, yeah. there's no coffee that compares to cold shower. Um, yeah. Or like start exercising early in the morning. And, and this is basically kind of like a 
stimulus to tell your body, all right, this is the time when I need to be getting up because this yeah. is the time when things happen, right? So I need to be up for that. Um, and sometimes you can do, you can do that with food too, right? You get up and eat at a specific time. So your body's going to get hungry around that time. Um, this is how it is with me at work, right? I all like when the clock strikes 12, I am hungry. Yeah. It just happens that way. It's because I, I mean, and I, I don't even work consecutive days a lot of times, but yeah. whenever I'm at work, I eat at noon. Yeah. Whenever I'm at. So sometimes I push it off a little bit more, you know, eat at 1230, one o'clock yeah. sometimes. Um, if I eat breakfast that day, I do try to push it a little bit farther. But if I have not eaten breakfast, yeah, my body is like, all right, noon is eating time. Yep. And I get like, it, it is ridiculous. The difference between the hunger pains I feel at, <laughs> or the hunger I feel at 1155 versus 1205. Yeah. It, my body's like, all right, man, come on. It's time to eat. <laughs> yeah. Right. This is a set thing, and that also plays into sleep, right? So if you are doing the same thing in the evening and eating at a specific time, it's going to say, all right, it's time to eat, right? And this is important for sleep too, is getting your body on cycles, mm -hmm. getting your body on systems. And as you spoke, like being in that internship, having a consistent, when am I going to be at work? When yep. am I going to eat at work? When am I going to eat after work? When am I going to work out? All these things being in set times during the day, and I know this is very hard for some people to enjoy doing, but that is very, very good for your body. Your body likes habit. Your body, your body likes consistency throughout days. Yeah, and we're not saying here that like, <coughs> you know, my friends are wanting to go get steak at Outback, and it's going to be, <laughs> you know, nine o'clock by the time I eat. I'm not going because I, I have that's to eat. Schedule. I have to feed. Like that's not necessarily how this works. You know, a, a good rule is just 80-20, you know, mm -hmm. and we've talked about this before. Like try and do this 80% of the time, you know, 20% of the time, you're allowed to go have fun with some people. Yeah. And like another thing that impacts sleep greatly is kind of alcohol, weed, um, all these Any like, drugs. It, a lot of these different, especially stimuli substances or um, these substances that – kind of sedate you right because yeah. if you talk to anyone who's like come out of a surgery right and been put under a sedative like they don't feel restored you yeah. know they just feel like they're losing time mm -hmm. you know and, and that's a great like kind of analysis there is usually when you're put under with a sedative i think you lose our our rim sleep there's no yes. rim sleep when you when you are like in sedation and REM sleep is very important for recovery process yeah. and I think for memory storage as well yes it's very important for memory storage it's also the time when you dream the most intensely yeah. right our REM stands for rapid eye movement mm -hmm. sleep um, very very important to the entire process of sleep yep. it's the part of sleep that gets talked about the most because there's you know the deep sleep where you might as well be a rock yeah. I mean, you're just incapacitated. You are, you wake up during deep sleep, you are groggy. Yep. You are messed up. Yeah. REM sleep, on the other hand, is very important because I believe it's, it's one of the later stages that occurs during sleep. Yeah. And it doesn't, um, you're usually paralyzed during it. Yes. Because oh. your body, it's like you're usually, you're paralyzed during it. And the reason is, is that your mind is fully engaged, mm -hmm. which is why your eyes move, right? Yep is that your mind is fully engaged in things, mm -hmm. right? It's when you dream the most intensely. Like this is when people report the highest levels of lucid dreaming is during REM yeah. sleep because their body is, their mind is basically at free will mm -hmm. um, while their body is under paralysis. And it's very interesting that the body does this, but it's a very important part of sleep. Yep. So 
I mean, if your body can't get into REM sleep, then you're going to wake up feeling groggy. You're going to wake up feeling like you haven't really rested. You're not going to feel recharged. You're going to turn your hand to the coffee. You're going to turn your hand to insert other thing that gets you up real quick. Yeah. Um, or at least helps. Um, and so, yeah, these things are important to make sure that we're setting things in order. You got to set yourself up for success. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's the, that's the key component when it comes to sleep. You got to set yourself up for success. Um, so when we talk about light exposure, I mean, light exposure is absolutely crucial to sleep. Like for me, if you've ever spent a day where, you know, you spend most of the day inside doing inside work. I mean, not necessarily always on the computer, but inside doing, um, you know, say maybe it's a day where you're, it's a, it's a weekend, like you're bouncing around doing homework. It's not a great day outside. So you just don't go outside yeah. bouncing around doing homework, doing some housework, whatever, cleaning, whatever. You just don't end up getting a lot of blue light during yeah. your day. Right. Like you're not getting a lot of light from either the sun or like there's not a whole lot of lights on in the house like there's some days that i just don't know what it feels like outside yeah and i don't realize that before i go until before i go to bed i'm like damn and then you're just like not tired yeah because like you're like i don't just check my phone then you end up staying up way longer because like you you didn't give your body the ample amount of stimuli to tell it it was day Mm -hmm. so it's kind of like is it night what's going on bro yeah what's up what what's what are we doing here? Yeah. And like that light exposure in the morning needs to be one to two hours, like right after you wake up. You need to get an insane yep. amount of light exposure. And it's, it's not doable inside. It's doable inside, but really you need to go outside. Yeah. Right. And that's kind of like that that term of like insane light exposure. It's not insane if you go outside for fifteen to thirty no, minutes. No, you you're good up. at t- 10, 15 like, minutes, easy. But if you're get inside the whole time, right? It is insane. Yeah. Um, Even sitting at an open window. Yeah. Right? Because the um, all just, of our windows now, they've got, you know, yeah. they mess up the light they've and how UV it comes protection. in. And it's not directly coming down and into your eyes. Yeah. Um, it's very important that you get out and get this light exposure. Yeah. From inside, I mean, the amount of light exposure you need, you'd need to sit near a window, open window, with the light coming in yeah. for like four hours to get the right amount. I mean that's how that's how limited this stuff is, yeah. um, but outside it, th- this is why people report like um, everyone knows like when you go out and spend the day on the beach or you go out and spend the day on the lake, you're outside. You may have your sunglasses on, but you're outside for hours and yeah. hours, right? You're moving around a little bit, whatever. Maybe you're not. I mean, a lot of people drink and do stuff like that while they're doing this. But you know how exhausted you are when you come inside? Mm-hmm. This is due to the amount of blue light exposure. Your body operated in the way that the almost the world intended it to, yeah. right? Um, you're receiving all that blue light. You're receiving all that. All right, it's daytime. Your body is well and full aware it's daytime. Mm-hmm. And then when you go inside and it's dark and it's, your body's like, all right, it's time to go. Yeah. And that also has to do with, again, the body temperature thing. Yep. But it's very important for the blue light thing, yeah. right? You've yeah. got to get the blue light input during the certain times of the day. Yeah. But we talked about blue light in a bad context earlier. Don't get it too late in the day because yeah. then it's going to keep telling your body, hey, it's still daytime. Yeah. Like you got to stay up. You want that marked decrease. Right. You know, you know that, again, one to two hours before bed. Yeah. Uh, there's certain companies that like to sell red light and bulbs and like – it's interesting. It's kind of gimmicky. 
Yeah. But like, it's also there's some science there. Mainly, you know, if it's red light, it's not blue light. You know, but I've I've never tried to read off of a red light bulb, but I'd imagine it's kind of hard. Yeah. Um. Because it probably it blurs a lot of things in. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that is how it does. So. It. But. Yeah. yeah. Um. The thing about the the red light thing that is you know science is backed um it's not you know whatever energy insert yeah mood whatever um, ionized rock crystals yeah yeah but you can look at red light late into the evening mm -hmm. and it not mess up your circadian rhythm not push back this uh this sleep um which is important it's useful because i mean we obviously do operate on time scales that are longer than the sun being up especially mm -hmm. in places that are farther north yep. um you know when you're up north and the sun's only up you know two hours a day during the winter mm -hmm. if that um you know your body's obviously gonna be m awake for more than two hours a day yeah you know you can't you're not gonna sleep the other 22 yeah. um so there's a certain amount of like we need to utilize uh, the tool, a tool like red light, because we do have things to get done, and, and, and it's not necessarily like, all right, the sun's down, time to turn off the lights and go to bed, mm -hmm. right? That's not what you got to do. Yeah. Um, even in places where the day is very long, oh. um, you know. And then so. there's like supplements that you can take as well that will help you sleep, you know, more regularly, or even help you get better yep. quality sleep, or even just help you go to sleep um, quicker. Uh, melatonin is commonly used but from what i understand not necessarily the best or recommended by individuals who really understand what melatonin does to your yep. body it almost acts more as almost a sedative yeah and this crutch more than gets it you does. to sleep like it gets you to sleep but is it quality sleep eh. it doesn't keep you asleep is the yeah. thing and so on top of that the regulation on the way that melatonin works with the governmental regulation uh, they don't necessarily have to be accurate on the reading of it. So, like, a lot of melatonin pills report, like, either, like, crazy higher amounts of melatonin than they're supposed to or crazy low compared yeah. to what they're supposed to. So, inaccurate measuring yeah. as well as some of the other side effects it has as well as, like, potentially taking it so much that your body doesn't make melatonin anymore. Yeah. That's not a good thing to do. Yeah. Um, um, in my personal opinion and – this is very evident to me that I have once I get to sleep, I'm asleep, right? Yeah. So, so melatonin works on me. I've used melatonin before, but the issue with me is that melatonin kept me asleep. Yeah, <laughs> kept me asleep for a long time, <laughs> long, long, long time. Yeah. I that was the longest I ever slept. Yeah. I took it at like eight thirty, nine o'clock maybe, and I slept till like well past ten in the morning the next Damn. day. I was like. Bro, like th 13, 12, 13 hours. Yeah. That's that's not me. I yeah. don't I don't sleep that long, yeah. and I felt like shit. And I missed two classes. I it was horrible. Yeah, right. I'm I'm not going to be taking melatonin again. I don't have enough problems with sleep where yeah. that's something I need to be doing. Um, however, like vitamin D also is is proven to help you with your sleep schedule and being mm -hmm. able to stay asleep. And that's one of those things where like, yeah, you can get vitamin D from the sun, but realistically, if you're not a farmer, and even if you are a farmer who is wearing like full clothes and sitting in a tractor all day, odds are you're not getting enough stimulation from the sun to produce enough vitamin D because the vi amount of vitamin D you need on a daily basis is regulated on the idea that ancestrally we were outside when the sun was up 
the whole time and or close to the whole time and receiving so direct a yeah, lot of direct yeah. sunlight so you know most people have to take a vitamin d supplement to get their vitamin d to where they're that's at fine, yeah. and that's perfectly fine just make sure that you're getting vitamin d3 which is processable by the liver i think is what mm. screens out most of our vitamins when we take them orally mm -hmm. um, and that's important when you're talking about any type of supplement just make sure that what you're taking is in a form that your liver doesn't a just completely re like remove and b fuck with yeah you know um it's like you know weed edibles a lot of people take way more than what they think they're taking just because when the liver processes weed i think it throws a 12 times multiplier or something like yeah. that on the psychoactive like substance right like, these things aren't great for you <laughs> right um and like just understanding what's going on in your body is very important when you put something in there yeah and but yeah i mean across the board when we're talking about necessary vitamins yeah. for processes in your body a lot of them tend to affect sleep it's yeah. really hard to isolate variables that don't mess with your sleep really when it comes to things that you do at all yeah right how much exercising you're doing what does your diet look like what vitamins are you getting how much sunlight are you getting mm -hmm. light exposure um i mean even talking about like when are you cleaning? When are you washing? When are you eating? When are you exercising? Et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. All these variables that operate inside of what we think as otherly mm -hmm. from what sleep is, but they're not. They're very important. It's all tied together and it has to do a lot with consistency or at least ending up with all the right things in order to get to sleep well. And you've got to sleep well because if you don't, I mean, when we're talking about exercising, you don't repair. Yeah. Your body is fatigued, and if you don't have time, I mean, that's what they talk about. Rest, rest, rest. Yeah. You need rest. Because otherwise you go catabolic. Yes. Not and fun. Injuries are cured. Yeah. And on top of that, I mean, not to even talk about the psycho, like, effects of not getting enough sleep, hallucinations, and your mind not processing things properly, and you're starting to, you see things, and you, you and just degenerative like, diseases, like, in oh. your... Or older age. Or you yeah. get like, um, I mean, when we talk about like uh, accidentally going into like micro sleeps. Yeah. Like where your like your eye seconds rest. Yeah. Your eyes basically close for less than 15 seconds and you're just like completely incapacitated yeah. like for if, that amount of time. If you've taken like driver's ed. Yeah. You know, they, they show you videos of micro sleep. Yeah. Oh. Or it's what you do during driver's ed because God knows <laughs> God knows it ain't interesting. That extra four hours tacked onto an eight hour school day, Jesus Christ. Jeez, yeah. Um but yeah. So I mean we cannot talk about every variable that involves in sleep. I would um I'd miss sleeping tonight if we yeah. sat here and talked about every variable that occurs during a day in length that affects sleep. Mm -hmm. Um and properly too. Um, so I think with that being said, just to wrap it up. So what is it specifically that you should take away from basically the cluster of what we just said yeah. is have some form of order, have some form of regulation, figure out what it is about getting yourself to sleep that you can either get rid of the bad habits and bring in these good habits. Because one thing is, is that, and we've talked about this when talking about habits, consistency, and motivation, is you cannot take the bad habit of looking at your phone uh, right before bed 
and replacing it with nothing, right? Mm-hmm. I'm not going to go sit down in my room and instead of picking up my phone, sit there and look at the wall for, you know, however long I'm going to do this for, 50, 40, yeah. 45 minutes. I'm not going to do that. So read a book, et cetera. There's other things you can do, yep. right? Exchange those things or give yourself a good reason to get up in the morning. Mm-hmm. You know, again, we talked about setting those times for when your body wants to wake up, like yeah. eating early in the morning cold or shower. a coldest shower. <laughs> I don't know if that's exercise. a good reason to wake up. But it's a reason nonetheless. And if you do it enough times, your body's going to be like, all right, that's coming. Yeah. yeah. I'm yeah. going to get you up. I, yeah. You will not be sleeping at that time. <laughs> yeah. Because your body thinks it's going to get cold regardless. Yeah. It doesn't know that so you're, you're the dumbass. It, 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 it doesn't know it's your fault. <laughs> but. It's going to set you up to do that. So um, with that being said, yes, just get things in order and your sleep will kind of naturally follow. And that goes with eating too, right? The vitamins, the nutrients, you need these things. They're going to put your sleep in order. And when your sleep's in order, trust me, it is a lot easier to do everything else. If you sleep well, it is easy to exercise well. If it, if you sleep well, it is easy to stay on top of your habits. It's easy to be more disciplined. It's easy to be more motivated. Very important. So if you've got nothing else to add. Nope. <laughs> All right, then. Well, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode, and uh, we'll see you guys next time. See ya.